got a baking one for us? The baking tin? Yeah, like the actual banana one though, you know, the good, like an actual... Well, no? we've got a loaf one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he wouldn't eat that. How much honey do you put in it? You're sounding like you don't make it now. <laughs> Two tablespoons. <laughs> Just can't make it. I'd make it as well, but... Yeah, it. how much honey do you put in it? Not two tablespoons. Is that all? Hmm. Is it sweet enough? If you're just joining in the podcast here, um, you can hear the amazing conversation it we says have off air. After show break, po- after record we, podcast at nine ten. After we get off the air, I just sit here. Well, oh, I just I, I don't Martha know. Stewart. I just didn't know right, Stab well, was such then a you baker. Put the, then you put the uh, the Mary Jane in there, and the banana cake just flies <laughs> they, out they, the door. They discuss they discuss how they make their banana bread. Yeah, because the bananas get bruised, and then you go, oh, well, we'll save those, and we'll the make bruising, the bananas. The bruising, it we'll makes make them it. sweeter. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I don't normally put a honey in it, that's all. It's because we don't like to give her sugar. That is sugar. Pure, honey is pure sugar. Yeah, but it's from bees. Consider this a help me message. <laughs> Please come True. and it's get me. It's Everyone, the come white get me. Sugar. No, right. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to turn them sugar. down and let you know today's show was really good. Here's the podcast from today. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. Uh, hey, Abs, you were very excited uh, this week when a uh, trailer for the brand new show, Bachelor in Paradise, came out. Yes, up. trashy TV. I mean, sorry, people finding love. Yeah. I didn't find love the first time, but hopefully we'll in bikinis. Yeah. There's not enough of that Fiji. on TV. I feel like at the moment there's a real empty space in the market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, in case you but missed it, it, this is what it sounds yeah. like. All of your favourite bachelors and bachelorettes here for another chance at love. There will be love. I'm so happy that I found him here. There will be heartache. <laughs> and there will be... Will you marry me? A proposal. This is Bachelor in Paradise. Exciting. Yeah, and, um, starting next month. We obviously uh, know Osh. We used to mm-hmm. work with him, mm-hmm. and he's on the show. He's the host with the most. He's he the man with the hair. It's epic. He epic, said. he said. Uh, mm-hmm. And he uh, was kind enough to give me access to the theme tune. Oh. Which no one has heard yet. So. Oh, it, they're mixing it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I got my hands on a copy, and I thought, mm-hmm. if you, you guys want to hear what the, the theme tune is. Is Osh going to be annoyed at this? Uh, he probably will. He said yeah. not to play yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I think no, there was, there was an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> not how he sounds. Do a sexy voice. That was setting confidence. That's better. That's better. Why would you play that? <laughs> That's better. Why'd you do that, darling? No. Okay, then we won't play it. Okay. Play two past six. <laughs> I want to hear it. Okay. All right. So this is the exclusive uh, theme tune for Bachelor of Paradise. You're on Batch in Paradise And Kira Ate some chili and your mouth got sore You'll get a radio gig, that's for sure From Batch in Paradise Guitar That's right, we got the runners up They got a minute
Pubic lust too, isn't it? Well, it's the same thing that rhymed with. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Have been making a name for themselves in Aussie rules football. We'll show you that. You're unbelievable. Oh yeah, they are top of the ladder because they are brilliant. The uh, women's Brisbane Lions team. You can catch them Saturday. Uh, South Pine Sports Complex. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com.au. Sabrina. Frederick Traub is in the studio with us this morning. Hi. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Now, I, I get so emotional. Last year when I first started watching um, the, the female league, I just, like, I was sobbing because I was like, it was so nice to actually see a professional game and so many people support you. Yeah, it's a happy cry. I like it's when you watch cry. the male line. <laughs> I know, but now I'm just crying like happy tears because you guys are doing so, so well. well. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I would love to see you pull on the boots. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I was coaching last year. My son's... Um, oh, here we get. <laughs> You're right. I should put on the boots because I looked after my son's Oz kick team. Sabrina, don't laugh with him. What is? What? I think you'd be a good football Fine. player. We're gonna go. Can we come out to a training session, Maddie and I? Oh, of course. And we'll see who's got some better skills. Because <laughs> yeah. you are going down. <laughs> Third wheel in the car. I'll stay yeah. home. <laughs> I'll stay home. Don't worry about me. Cool. But I normally go and watch. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the guys do their training session um, at Cooperoo because my son does Oz Kick. I'm not coaching anymore. Thanks, Maddie. Um, but do you guys feel a little bit superior at this stage? I mean, I know that it hasn't started for the guys yet, but you guys have just been second last year. Mm. You're top of the ladder now. Yeah. Are you giving them advice? Um, I think we joke about it. We're definitely that little sister um, trying to just wind them up. But no, we're pretty supportive and we can't wait to watch their season as well. Do you think they'll have a good season? I do. I think they'll do a lot better. Um, hopefully get in finals contention, but we'll see. They're a young group. so. And is there a potential for you guys to play at the Gabba for a final? Is that mm. in the running this year? Yeah, so they've definitely said if we end up on top of the table, we'll be at the Gabba this year. Great. So that'll be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask your opinion um, on, and I can't remember the person's name, the transgender person who wanted to play in Anna the... Anna Meltzi. Uh, yeah, wanted to play in the, in the league. As uh, a, a woman in the league, what was the vibe of all the players of that um, happening? I think it was, it was kind of annoying because it was drawing a negative attention to the league and people mm. were talking about that rather than what was actually going on. And um, obviously we don't know all the facts about yeah. that whole situation. So for us, it's just frustrating that everyone's talking negativity, but... Um, I guess we support the AFL's decision and they'll make the right decision at the end of the day. They know more than I do, so yeah. it's kind of mm. hard to talk about it. But So the players didn't didn't get a say on whether they wanted wanted her, him or her to sort of play? No, we didn't. But I guess, yeah, like I said, we didn't know enough to make any sort of yeah. comments. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we will in the future. Fair enough. Do you guys have male cheerleaders? 
<laughs> we don't, but why? You want to sign up? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm not allowed to come to the training session with these two, I've got to find a role for myself, that's right? Not a, that's not a bad idea, but they don't have the two leaders for the Lions normally. And again, I've been shot down. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's for the Broncos. Oh, cool. so. well, you could start that, though. <laughs> yeah. Why not? You can do it. There might, there might be men out there who've you know always thought I. I'm on the field. There is no one more than I would want <laughs> than you boys doing a little bit of it. Give me an A. Give me a B. You'd have to lift, <laughs> lift me though, mate. Okay. Because <laughs> I have been to Lions games before, and you do have, you know, I guess the wags, which is an awful term. But do you guys have? Do they get together? Do you have the wives, the girlfriends, the husbands? Mm. Yeah, we do have a family area at most games, so they're pretty close. I think we all get along, and our family are pretty similar, so it only makes sense that they get on as well. So yeah, it's good though. Have you guys? Know, it's really nice that you guys refer to your team as family, don't you? Mm. Rather than teammates. Yeah, I do. I do all the time because in the end of the day, you spend so much time with them and yeah. you have disagreements like every other family and you spend so much time and you protect them like your family. So, it, I mean, it is ultimately your family. And a, lo- a lot of you, you girls still have to have other jobs or are you mm. just solely focused on playing football now? No, I think all of us actually have another job at the moment. Um, some don't have to, which is a privilege, but yeah. um, most actually do work. What do you do? Um, I work full-time for the AFL, so oh, still in footy, yeah. yeah. So you can get time off to go training? Oh, yeah, I do get time off. They're quite understanding, but um, in some things they're not. Right. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be good, though, when the day comes where, you know, there's enough money in mm. the league for you all just to focus on playing the game. Mm. The, the season going for longer would be great as well. Mm. A full, do you girls want to play a full full year season? Yeah, of course. We love playing football, so yeah. the more the merrier. Um, but, yeah, in terms of working full-time... I think it's a good balance to have in, in playing a professional sport, but mm. we would obviously love to have the time and energy to put into just playing footy. Yeah. Because, I mean, when the first when the guys started many years ago, they all had to have jobs as well at the yeah. league, so eventually yeah, exactly. getting into it. And I remember the CEO um, last year, he was kind of surprised that they had to turn away so many people to the games. Mm. Yeah. Um, and he was like, oh, there is that support for it. So I guess they've been better this year as well, haven't they? Yeah, it's been outstanding, the support for the league, and I think it exceeded anyone's expectation. And, yeah, I think Gil, the CEO, he's one of our biggest supporters. So if it starts from the top, then yeah. it's obviously going to trickle through, so it's good. Well, if you want to see the Lions win uh, this Saturday, South Pine Sports Complex, tickets at ticketmaster.com.au. Sabrina, we know it's your day off, so thank you for mm. getting up early and coming in. Thanks, <laughs> but actually, it's, it's actually free, guys, so more the merrier. Keep yeah. coming down. And um, yeah. you'll be seeing two more cheerleaders there as well, if that's not a reason to draw <laughs> people down to the game. Got to shave my legs. <laughs> Mine already done. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Testing. One. Two. Three. Testing. One, two, three. It's good old sound test. We do like these. We normally do them from, uh, like, we've done TV shows. Um, But today is going to be commercials because they say those jingles, they stay in your head and sometimes you don't even remember what they were advertising. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) let's see if it works. 13, 10, 60, give us a call. We'll play you a bit of a jingle. You've got to finish it off. Kyle, uh, Kylie in Wellington Point, you're first up. Morning. Hi. All righty, here we go. See if you know what this commercial is. Oh, no. Sorry, ma'am. Every day in a million ways, every home needs... Oh, what was it selling, Kylie? Uh, I, th- I think it was like a washing powder. Is it like Omo or something? Uh, You're pretty close. 
Good work, buddy. Tea commercials were good, weren't they? They were. They don't do it like that anymore, do they? <laughs> I know. Uh. Well, the jingle guys got fired, I think. All right, we've got Caitlin from Kapalabar. Are you ready to go? Hi, yeah. Hey. All right, this is yours. The skin on your hands deals with more dirt in one day than the rest of your skin does in a week. So the least you can do is look after it. Oh, um, uh, something like Dettol? <laughs> I would have said Dettol too. There you go. We're pretty Woo-hoo. good at this. Yeah. Either either we watch too much TV. Yeah. <laughs> Marketers are all going, yes, yes, I told you it was worth the money. <laughs> oh, oh, Graham. You okay there, bud? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good. Yeah, good. Uh, should we ask what that scream was? Was that a kid or you or? Sorry? Don't want to talk about it? Okay, okay cool. This is, this is yours coming up, okay? Have a listen. We need to fly, we need to fly straight from rubbish to you. What's an ad for? What's that selling? Bluey, Bluey the fly. Louie. Louie. Oh, oh Louie. Louie. Sorry. Yeah. Is he still around? Yeah. There was a big campaign yeah, was, to kill him, wasn't, wasn't there? And then they brought him back. Yeah, something happened. The it, whole campaign was about killing him. It was about more team. Yeah, yeah, I know, but there was something they wanted to kill him off. and then uh, Yeah, because he's a bit of a dog because he would be like, oh, boys, let's go and r- rat this joint out. He'd send all of his mates in. They They'd would die. die. And then he'd be like, ah, oh, no, they got more team. I'll go to the next house. Yeah. But not a very good friend. <laughs> it definitely was not an ad for friendship. Mm. No, that one. It, wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Rachel, hi. Turn your radio down. Hi, how are you? Good. Turn that radio down just a tick. Hey. There, there we go. go. There All we right. go. Here right, we you ready go. for yours? Hadn't heard from dear old mum. Got a call and hi. here she comes. Had to clean up last night's bash. And do it all in a flash. Bruce did his best. But made a bigger mess. Saw mum in a whole new light. Her advice had all been right. What's it an ad for, Rach? Uh, come on, Rach. It's killing us. It's... Um, so thank you. Spray and wipe. Thank you. Ajax Spray and Wipe. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Mum. There was a big good. series of those, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I'm just a uh, well, he's not really the bachelor anymore. That's unless he's recently broken up with a girlfriend, uh, which I'm going to assume is no. a no. Matty J on the air. Hey, buddy. Stav, Abby, and Matt, how the hell are you? We, we are, are good. good. Is there a little, little part of you that's just disappointed that your relationship's going so well because you could have went in Bachelor in Paradise? Do you know what? I think I'll be more upset when I finally find out who is the next Bachelor and I see all these big promo boards going up on buses and outdoor posters. I think a little part of me will be jealous when that happens. Well, because you won't get to go into a house with 50 girls who are keen as mustard. (laughs) 
I know the, the, the glory days are like well and truly over now. Oh, now, yeah. now we're now I'm babysitting her dog when she's away, and we're looking at renting a house together. And that's that's more exciting than having fifty girls chase after you in a house. Oh, right? Also, oh, are you going to are you going to move in together? <laughs> that's the plan. We are we're looking at about oh, about June, I think, is when we'll, we'll move in. But we're not not sure if it's going to be. Rush cutters where Laura lives, or in Bondi where I live. Still trying to figure that one out. Why? Mm. Why June? If you've decided that's what you want to do, the lease is up on I, both that uh, places. You're getting a cooling off period. I'd be exactly right. The leases are up, and it kind of just makes sense to we all, all both of our leases end at the same time. Right. So you ready to throw all your stuff away? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. I've got I've got bikes and surfboards, and you had. Um, I don't think. <laughs> 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 yeah, look, yeah, he knows no, deep down, you know. Fine, he's no. fine. Do you feel like, Maddie? I know this is going to be a lot of pressure, but you know, I always do this every time. Do you feel like you want to live together before you potentially propose? Like, is there a little bit of like, I just oh. need to make sure that we can live together before we take the next step? Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because we always spend every other day together anyway, but there is a part of you that does feel you just need to be 100% sure and have at least six months living together under the one roof before you drop a knee. And I don't, yeah. I don't, I can't imagine I would ever drop a knee before living with a person. Drop a what? That's a terrible way to put it. Drop a, <laughs> he means drop you mean your engagement, engagement ring, right, oh, Maddie? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, you know, this is it. Do you know what that means? I'm going to move away from that. It just sounds like another reference. But, Maddie, do you know, realise that now she, it feels like she's going to be on trial for six months? Yeah, I know. I, I, but, hey, so am I. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah, yeah good true. point. Tell us about this gig on The Living Room, mate. Are you full-time working for them now or are you just doing a bit of a feature with this New Zealand thing? Well, I don't want Chris to get nervous if he reads any of the headlines mm. when he's over in Africa, because I am just a fill-in, except one uh, newspaper reported that I am now full-time. Uh-huh. So I'm expecting to get a message from Chris going, beat it, pal. I'm coming back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so um, I'm just a fill-in. I'll only be on air until the 23rd of March. Right. Yeah, right. Sweet yeah. gig, though, because they flew you off to New Zealand for a bit of a lookabout. Yeah, no, it was um, it was a pretty, you know... Awesome opportunity. I was in Channel 10 walking down the hallway and I bumped into someone who worked on the show and they said, hey, would you like to go to New Zealand and do a couple of stories over there while Chris is away? And I was thinking, yeah, of course, that would be perfect. And we did everything from climbing glaciers yeah. to attempting the highest waterfall climb on the planet to doing downhill mountain biking. So it was pretty much the best job I could have imagined. It's a very romantic country too. It'd be a good place to drop an E next time you're over there. <laughs> I did try and convince them to let Laura on the flight with me to come over, but I didn't want to push the boundaries too much given that it was, you know, uh, the early yeah. days of a new job. Yeah, yeah, right. Do you know what? I know that you've done modelling in the past because my friends and I used to share photos when you were on The Bachelor, like, hey, this is what he's done, but I didn't know that you were a gymnast or almost a gymnast until I've been watching your Instagram lately. I know, I know. I kept that one under wraps. I I don't have a lot of experience. It's It's about... I'm going to say three years from the age of 11 to 14. And that's, yeah. I, I, I competed at one competition, which, um, which I think I, you know, I didn't do very well at. But, the ribbons? Uh, I, the I, one where you run around the square with the ribbons going... <laughs> and the ball, you throw the ball up and catch it. Uh, floor, we were actually my best apparatus. Oh. And um, so I still held on to a few skills, could do a back salt still, not bad on the, the old handstand. Uh-huh. So um, 
I went and trained with a girl called Emma Nedoff, who is the number one Australian female gymnast, who's going to be at the, the World Cup in Melbourne this weekend. Right. Yeah, you should see her Instagram. does full flips and everything. Yeah, I'll be hmm. following her. No, <laughs> no, I meant Maddie J does. Maddie J does. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, well, hey, buddy, the living room uh, tomorrow night. This is one of those. I love this show. Like, if you're home on a Friday night, it is actually a really good time. Sit down with a glass of wine. Uh, Channel 10, 7.30. It actually is. I know. I, 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 I love I, it as well. Yeah. What's hot or not. Hot or not oh, is yes. just. Do you get to bring one of those to the table as well, Manny? I did. I was actually. I was kind of nervous because I, you know, I'm at, on the couch sitting next to Grant Denya. I'm with Amanda Keller and Miguel, and I'm trying to convince them that this really crappy product I got is amazing. But even you know, part of me is thinking like six months ago I was just you know a guy in marketing, and now I'm I'm here trying to be somewhat of a presenter. So it was um it was a bit nerve wracking to be honest. That's all right though. No one can understand what Miguel's saying, so you're already ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good on you, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow night on the telly. Have a good one. Legend. Thanks, guys. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. We're on the F thirteen ten sixty to get on for first calls. Hey, Cody. Hey guys, how are you? Yeah, good. good. What do you want to talk about first calls? Um, I'm in a bit of a pickle and I need some help. Yeah. Um, I've moved up to Brisbane about two years ago from Newcastle and I've been in and out of work. And um, I just lost work again about uh, beginning of February. Uh-huh. And I was really wondering if, you know, if there's any, if you could help me put the word out if anyone needs any general labour hire or scaffolder out there. You know, just to kind of hit me up. Yeah, sure, we can get them to give a call. But why are you losing work? Is it just that it's been... Well, every time, unfortunately, I've joined a seasonal job. That's the oh, thing. Okay. Uh, all right. Construction, it's really seasonal. That's yeah. all right. As long as you haven't been fired, then, yeah. <laughs> no, let go. No, okay. All right, well, yeah, if anyone's looking for a labourer... Give us a buzz. Give us a buzz. Good luck, Cody. Facebook, I think, is a place to go. Or you know what? I I love when you see people on the side of the road with the sign saying "That's we'll work." He, yeah, I would that. I would hire that person. That's what he's been doing, apparently. That's what he's been doing. Right. So you've what, got some work. What? Why don't you get him to do painting at your house? Because I finished it. Um, okay. <laughs> or Airtasker is really good. Yes. I've been hiring people off Airtasker. Stephanie in Thornlands, what do you want to talk about in first calls? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. good. Um, I just wanted to ask, um, my sister is 29 weeks pregnant and you is not finding out the sex of their baby. Uh-huh. So I just wanted to ask you, Abby, or your partner's guys, whether you guys found out the sex of your children and if not, you know these tricks and myths yes. that they have yeah. of <laughs> knowing low. sex before it's... Yeah. 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 So... Is there anything that like you can indicate? Because I'm dying to know. No, I know. It drives you annoying. No, none of those tests work. Like, you know, the ring and the finger, or you do the Chinese charts. Yeah. None of those works. I think sometimes I can tell by the way it sits because I do think that if you look from them behind and they don't look pregnant, it often can be a boy because it sort of sits right at the front uh, with a okay. boy. But then people say that that's just my lifestyle. Uh, ask her what the climate was like when they conceived the baby. Because oh, yeah? my mum has this theory that yeah. if you do it in air conditioning, in a cold climate, it creates a girl. And because oh. when we made Eden, yeah. it was winter and we were on a holiday was at the Great there? Ocean Road, my mum was actually in the room next door. <laughs> so well, it's, yeah, maybe, maybe she's got a point. So she says, so she reckons if, if you conceive in the cold, 
that gets you a girl. I don't know where she's gotten this from, but that's just her theory. So maybe ask her what ask ask your sister what the temperature was. Yeah, they were in Germany, so I'll have to find that out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, quickly, I just heard the the caller before me, Cody. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we um, there's a my parents own a company. They're called IRT, and they um, take on labour hire for construction and demolition and everything like that. So if you want to just jump on um, Google and, and research IRT, um, he could try and get um, some subcontracts that way. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Look at this. That was just, well done. Thank you. Solving problems everywhere. And even if they don't hire, she's got a shout out for her parents' business and she's like golden child. Yeah, Cody's so still stuck though. No, no, no. Well, Cody, no, she'll get one for Cody. Hey, <laughs> Cooper Interception Bay. Oh, I don't want to take this. Why? Because it just says, first calls, Manny, you were right. Oh, okay. Cooper, what's Manny right about? Well, yesterday, mm. when, you was talk- when you were talking about the edible stickers on the apples, yes. he's right. They're edible. Google says it's edible, so he's right. But he's never wrong. He's never wrong. Pardon, pardon, Cooper. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Pardon, Cooper. Maddie's never wrong. Who are you, and what's your relationship? (laughs) We've never met. No relationship, no nothing. When I heard it yesterday, I was like, "Hmm, interesting fact. Googled it. There you go. He was right. Are they edible, or they just don't hurt you if you eat them? Because they're two different. I believe that is the very meaning of edible. No, no, it's not. You can eat it, but it won't hurt you. Because you can, you can you eat can, them, they're not going to hurt you. No, but it's the I mean, same you, thing. Can, you can eat them, they're You right. can swallow a coin, it's not going to kill you, but it's still not edible, is it? Clearly it is. It could hurt you. Google doesn't lie, Maddie doesn't lie, so it's a win win. Cooper, I'm going to give you yeah. our hotline, which only staff are allowed to have, and you can <laughs> ring it anytime you want, all right, buddy? <laughs> Thanks, mate. Have a good day, mate. Stav, Abby, and Matt. On Hit 105. A story I think we have to talk about. Um, and hopefully there is a lot of young people listening right now who mm. hear this. Um, yesterday on the Gold Coast, there were seven teenage boys, I think 15 years old, uh, at a school in Coomera, uh, Upper Coomera, St. Stephen's, who had purchased online the dark web, which God knows how you can get onto that, mm. uh, a drug from Russia. Now, it's a synthetic drug, uh, which any drug, you don't know what's in it. Yeah. They might tell you what it is. You don't know. You I don't, don't know. think people are under the illusion when they hear synthetic that it's for some reason is safe. Yeah. It's no more safe. Yeah. yeah. We go, well, a scientist has done it. So it must be, must be fine. <sighs> I don't know what people think. But seven boys have taken it. Now, it's apparently had a similar effect to fantasy or GHB, yeah. which actually stands for, isn't it G? No, there's GBH. Which is Grievously bod- bodily harm. harm. Yeah. which And, and um, some of them can be like a horse tranquilizer. Yeah. Uh, so they've taken it at school, put it up on Snapchat, thought this is going to be a funny video, everyone's going to love And they've this. taken it at the school? At school. So their parents have dropped them off in the morning. Yeah. These boys have decided this is what we're going to do. They're now in hospital. And you, many of them in a critical condition. Yeah. And, and it, looks like, it looks like these, these kids will die. Let's see. Well, look, you know, you, you shouldn't make assumptions, but if anyone's listening listening at the moment, there's a teenager listening, I want, this is what I want them to think. I want them to think there's a chance that this kid is probably going to die uh-huh. from what's happened. Because these boys obviously have thought this would be funny, and I'm not having a go at them. I'm just thinking well, no, they've, of, made, they've yeah. made an error in judgment. I think... Um, I think a lot of teenagers, teenagers are under the impression that taking it one time cannot 
harm or kill. Yeah. You yeah. know, we've spoken to a, a previous drug dealer who was coming saying, oh, no one's died by taking it once. And I'm like, well, that's actually bulldust. It people is. have died. You don't know how Completely. people react. You don't know if you do mix it with alcohol, not in this situation. But <laughs> taking drugs just one time can permanently damage you or can really? kill you. I have, as you guys know, I've got a, a son who's about to turn 16. Yeah. yeah. And I have conversations with him about drugs all the time. I constantly talk to him about it because it is harder, I believe now, for a young person to avoid drugs than it is actually to get drugs. Ugh. I know when I was growing up, there were drugs around. People were taking them and you would, you would know the people who had them and what was going on. But now I think you go to a party and there's drugs everywhere. You know, there's probably more people taking drugs than drinking now. But I have a story that I would like to share that I want anyone to remember if they're about to go near drugs. A friend of mine um, who has now died, passed away, one day um, he was an addict, went to rehab many, many times, yeah. couldn't, couldn't get off drugs, had t- tried everything. One time uh, took a hit, overdosed. Now, he survived the overdose. <laughs> But he woke up a couple of weeks after taking the drug and he had lost his leg. What had happened was he'd overdosed. He'd, however, he'd passed out on his leg. He'd been left for so long that, you know, when you get pins and needles in the, in the night, you feel it and you wake up. He didn't wake up. He killed his leg while he was out of his brain on drugs. So his last memory was taking drugs. His next memory after that was waking up in hospital Doctor's there, and he looked down, and his leg was gone. Wow. He then had to live the rest of his life, one leg, obviously knowing a constant reminder that he made a bad choice. And then um, we think uh, that later down the track, yeah. when he did pass away, he had heart problems. As a result of as taking a result drugs so of that. much. Yeah. Did he stop taking drugs after he lost his leg? Um, no. Wow. No. He, I can, I can remember, he, he took took less, which doesn't make it any better, yeah. but I remember that was his struggle his entire life. That was his, his struggle. And I remember going to his funeral and I was only a fairly recently new friend yeah. of him. And I remember just seeing the pain in the faces of everyone who grew up with him as a kid yeah. and just the pain that it leaves behind when you make a bad decision because you think I want to try that. It will never, ever, whatever you feel from what you take will never, ever be better than the pain that you will leave behind if you make a really bad decision and do something to yourself. Mm. And I think parents parents now don't be afraid to have that chat with your child. Ethan gets so uncomfortable because mm. I ask him, I go, have you ever taken drugs? But that's what, none of those conversations are supposed to be. No. <laughs> no. comfortable are they? Do you know? And yeah. it's having that open communication as well. And I know that a lot of... Um, Teenagers are saying that they don't like to take alcohol and stuff like that because they feel like they might lose control yeah. at yeah. parties. So a lot of them are saying that they would prefer to take drugs. And I'm like, well, you don't know, you're not in control of your system at that point. Exactly right. Either. And I think you need to, as parents, and look, you take this advice if you want. Mm. I, with Ethan, have uh, a setup where if he admits something to me, if I say to him at the start of the conversation, I'll go, whatever you tell me. I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be in trouble for because right. I think that's another issue. To have the that open we, communication, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. kids won't say. I used stuff. to have that with my mum because I, in my past, I've done some horrible things that I totally regret. But we used to always have an open conversation with my mum about it because she said I'd prefer to know so that we can both sort of deal with it together. Yeah, rather than keep it secret. Um, so that's all I would say. If you have a teenager, and look, I'm not saying that I'm the parent 
of the world. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what I've mm. done and I've seen what can happen. I've seen bad, bad situations with drugs mm. and I wish I hadn't, but I have seen it. Yeah. So just have a conversation, do it so you're not getting up the child so they will speak to you about it. Mm. And um, I really, I really yeah, hope I really kids hope the kids are, yeah. as well. Yeah, shout out to all their uh, family and friends that would be coping as well. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, uh, <laughs> tomorrow we're playing Alpha Bucks. It's going to be the 23rd of February. Uh, February or February? How do you say it? February. February. Feb- February. February. What do you say? February. February? Mm, that's my month. Because uh, yeah, it's your birthday that you didn't want to celebrate. Yeah, (laughs) and now you keep bringing it up for someone who didn't want to celebrate. Oh, it's my month, you know, like my birthday. Still, please help. I'm still here. Why have you not come to get me? Why have you left me? So your letter, your letter for the twenty third bird is J four. Just add water when you make your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Play Alpha Bucks tomorrow eight a.m. Staff, Abby and Matt's $10,000 Alpha Bucks. Alrighty, today's the day. $10,000 out the door right now in cash, and then tomorrow we'll pay someone's rent or mortgage for a year. That is a sweet way to round out the week, I reckon. Absolutely, and we're hoping that we do win today. We've got Chantelle and Cressmead. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, have you been trying to get through for ages? Yes, I have. <laughs> Today is the your Every morning. <laughs> day. Well, we are going to give you a letter, and you know that each answer needs to start with that letter. You get $50 for each correct answer. Just say pass if you can't think quickly. All 10, right? You get $10,000. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Chantelle, your letter for today is M for Melbourne. Okay, right, M. M. <laughs> and your time starts when I finish the first question, which is name a department store. Maya. Name a planet. Mercury. Name a dessert brand. Pass. Name a news website. Pass. Name a band. Metallica. Name a popular kids' toy. Meccano. Name a hotel chain. Mantra. Name a famous chef. Pass. Name a mobile phone brand. Motorola. Name a type of fruit. Mango. Ooh. Oh. I'll give you a mango. We'll give mango? Yeah. Thank you. Well, I got $350. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No worries. Well done. Well done. Um, some of the ones you passed on, a dessert brand, you could have had Magnum uh, for a news website, uh, Mumbrella, and for uh, a famous chef, Matt Moran. I knew it was Matt somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who just said Matt? <laughs> yeah, I think we'd have to, yeah, wouldn't we? Matt's a famous uh, There we go. Congratulations. Not quite the 10 grand, but you did well. $10,000 on the line tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, too, you can practice Alpha Bucks in the palm of your hand at home. Download the app and get away there. Heaps of money to give away. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you want to send in an issue, you can. The email is dearabby at hit105.com.au or just go to the website and click the link. Um, you can remain anonymous. This girl is going to. And look, she wants everyone's opinion. So after you hear this story, just give your honest feedback on 131060, what you think about it, okay? Okay. She's written, This is one that I'm scared to write, but I'd prefer to tell the whole of Brisbane than my family. 
Where do I start? Two years ago, I started a relationship with a guy I grew up with. Nothing happened when we were teenagers, but I guess there was a lot of flirting. But our parents didn't approve of us hanging out socially and were very concerned about us being close and nothing developed. Fast forward to two years ago and he asked me out for dinner. And I said, like a date? And he said, yes. And the rest is history. I got a job offer here in Brisbane, so we moved up from regional New South Wales together. We're not really close to our family, uh, but my mum, who approves of our relationship finally after a lot of fighting. We are wanting to get married, but the issue is we have the same surname because my boyfriend is my stepbrother. I know this may seem so wrong, but it's not illegal. We aren't blood, so it's not incest. And my boyfriend said we aren't doing anything unnatural or wrong and we shouldn't feel ashamed and come out to family and invite them to our wedding. And if they don't um, come, then we don't want them there and we know they don't accept us. But I'm not so sure. I'm scared of people's judgment so much that I want to go overseas and elope. As a celebrant, I ask you, would you marry us? I'm even scared to go out and fill the forms as I know questions will arise when we have the same surname. We don't have the same DNA. It's not like I'm attracted to my brother. I have a blood brother and that is gross. But yes, to family and friends, we grew up as brother and sister as our parents married when we were quite young. I want to know if people would accept this relationship. What did you reply when she asked you to be the celebrant? 13, 10, 60. Um, Initially, I thought, no, 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 because you've grown up as brother and sister and to me that's, I, I guess, wrong. But then... Looking at it, um, I guess I there's certain relationships I wouldn't approve of you. I can marry a, a, a niece to their uncle, and I don't approve of that relationship because I think there was a sense of um, I don't know, like it's kind of like a parental figure. Yeah, but that relationship is allowed. First cousins so that, are allowed. That, so that's legal. That legal, yeah. it is allowed. Yeah, and first right. cousins are allowed. And sometimes I have an issue with that because they have more chances to have issues with their children yeah. because of their their blood. Yeah. Um, but with this. It's not incest. No. It is weird to get your head around because mm. their parents married quite young. Well, but I guess, it, it, I guess if you're looking at it, they're allowed to have an attraction because it's not a, it's not DNA. You'd never have that argument at Christmas where you're trying to decide whose parents' house you go to at Christmas know. lunch. Maybe there's, there's one positive. I mean, because you you guys don't have any step brothers or sisters. No. No. So it is different. It is different, but I know that a lot of my friends have had stepbrothers or sisters when they were teenagers. Yeah, I did. Yeah? Well, she was a teenager. I was a bit younger. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not saying I was attracted to her. She was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Your story, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And we've been happily married for... uh, But no, I don't actually... And because of that, there's no relation there. No, there's not. But I think it's just hard for people to get their head around because imagine getting an invite as a family member... And you've known them as sister and brother, and then you get a family like an invite that they're getting married. I guess that's just for you to get your head around. Put it this way: yeah. imagine if the stepfather, who had no blood relation, yeah, they started up a relationship. People would be like, "No, ah. but that's the same as the uncle and niece for me. You're yeah. in a parental figure, so I would disapprove of yeah. that, and that would be a concern to me." But look, the Brisbane's already into it. The phones have lit up. Uh, where would you stand on this? Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. You can send in a dear Abby. Yeah, it could be a light-hearted one or it could be a really serious one. Just send an email, 
Dear Abby at hit105.com.au. I've got one from a girl who is very concerned about what her family and friends are going to think because she would like to marry her stepbrother. Their parents married when they were younger. They grew up together, I think, with other families as well. No, no blood. No, no blood. No, 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 no. Nothing like that. And she just wanted to know, as a celebrant, would I marry them uh-huh. um, as well? Which is an interesting issue. 131060, what do you feel about it? From Woody Point, we've got Jess. Hey, Jess, what do you think about it, hon? It's actually, it is illegal. Um, Section 222 of the Criminal Code references siblings, and when you go down further to the subsections, it then references siblings relates to step-siblings. Yeah, no, you're not allowed to do it if they are adopted by by it, but for step-siblings you are, because you're allowed to marry cousins and uncle and nieces and stuff like that. So, yeah, it is is illegal, but I don't know morally. It's one of those um, grey areas, I think, because it's a crime against morality. It's not necessarily a crime against a person. It's a crime against morality, when it's especially two older consenting adults. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, it is definitely legal. So you're saying if they, but if if they had been adopted, so if, if they're the adopted, dad, so if, if you yeah. are adopted siblings, you're treated as blood. You are treated as blood, even right. if you try to change that, if you try to annul it, say anything like that, you are always considered blood right. siblings, and therefore you can't. But if it's step and you've got no relation as blood yeah. and you've got different parents, then yeah. Sarah, you're on the air. What do you think? I think it's totally fine. I don't know why there's so much judgment. It's not like they're actually related and they know each other's history and they obviously like each other's family. Yeah, yeah. And it worked for the Cullens in Twilight. They literally adopted a couple. <laughs> well, that's all <laughs> you get. Yeah. They were human. No one ever said in a critic knew that, oh, they were coupled yeah. and adopted, yeah. you know. Right, well, end the topic. If they did it on Twilight, fair enough. We're done. Yeah, but I could never get my head around. I always wanted to find a guy whose skin was like diamonds, you know, so I don't know about Twilight. Um, okay, well, that's fair enough if that's you, what you think. What do you guys think about it? I, I'd say no. You say no? No, yeah. Steph? I'm fine with it. See, is that I, right? Don't no, it is. It is. I, honestly, I am so confused by it because I think, you know, growing up as brother and sister, then yes, it is completely wrong. But I think with there's different situations where they spent time mm. with their other parents and they never viewed each other as brother and sister. Well, I don't know. As you know, my Ethan, my eldest, we know blood relation. Mm. I have been his dad yeah, since course. he was three. Yes, of course. So yeah. I never even think that until yeah. I, we're in this situation, we're discussing it. Yeah. He's my son. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good point. You know, yeah. and I just yeah. think that that's what that's, it is. Yeah, we've got Anonymous on the line. What do you think about it? Oh, hi. Um, I think it's, it really depends on how much you value your family. Um, I've actually been in this position before myself um, with my family. Yeah. And um, it's not something that I would wish, I wish upon anyone. Um, so my circumstances, obviously, it wasn't myself. But it was my sister who was involved with my stepbrother. Right. My parents um, were married, um, and well, my stepmother and my father. Yeah. Um, and they got into a relationship together. Little did my parents know that when they were actually getting married, that my brother, well, my stepbrother and my sister were together. Um, so later down the track, uh, my parents didn't agree with it, um, and I didn't agree with it myself either. However, they still continued to be in a relationship, which put a lot of tension yeah. between our immediate brothers and sisters. Yeah. 
Um, and what's currently happened um, just recently is my brother passed away, my true blood brother, yeah. the only blood brother I had, and my stepbrother and my sister, they're no, they're no longer an item, they're no longer together. However, it still caused a lot of tension between my brother and my sister. Yeah, right. Um, and... Because now, obviously, my brother has passed away, um, my sister does feel that guilt of not having that relationship with my brother mm-hmm. because the stepbrother was in the situation. So, I mean, each to their own, but it really comes down to how much you value your family and your friends yeah. um, as to what you decide to do. It's not anybody's decision to judge you on what you want to do, but like I said, um, it does put a lot of tension on the family and me being the sibling that was kind of on the side, side yeah. I, I did get dragged into it and I have my own partner and my own kids of my own um, and it still to this day um, causes a lot of tension. Yeah, and you can hear it in your voice as well. Yeah. Indiana, you're on the air. What do you think? Mm. Morning, guys. Morning. I 110% disagree with this situation. I believe that this couple is worrying so much about what their family's going to think and if they're going to attend their wedding. But how do you explain to if this couple has um, a daughter and son, how do they explain to their children at a young age that because then they're blood-related, they can't be interested in each other, like, that's going to be pretty confusing for their kids to understand because their parents did it. Mm. And I believe that's probably going to raise some concerns, like, um, if those children think, oh, my parents were, like, attracted to each other, why can't we be? That is a point. Because you're gonna have to explain. You're gonna have to explain that too. Why? Yeah. You know what? What? Where's your mum and dad? Where's your mum and dad? If they're the same. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for your call. We took a lot of calls off the air as well. Ninety uh, percent of Brisbane have said, um, "Don't do it." I said it's wrong. That may not be the answer that she was looking for. No. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, that's definitely what. It'd be said. interesting to know whether you could really break up a relationship because of it. Yeah. Dear Abby, uh, at hit105.com.au if you've got a dilemma. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Yes, Missy had to sit through that whole song playing, pretending like she didn't couldn't hear it in the background. You know, there. just slightly distracting. Yeah, I know because I'm having a full right. conversation, and it's just felt like we're at a pub. Do you know what I mean? You got the music <laughs> on the background, but you're probably thinking, "Oh gosh, here we go." Yep. Yeah. Go, yep. It's much better than an old song of mine playing, though, because I'm much more critical of my earlier oh, work. Oh. Is there a song that you cringe? Because you know, when you're sharing just your emotion at that stage, and that's what you're going through, and you're like, "Oh, that's deep lyrics." Do you, is there a song that you listen back to and you go? What was I thinking? Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, most of my songs. <laughs> okay. uh, but but only in the way that it was, yeah, it was such a vulnerable moment, especially yeah. my first album because I was so young. You know, I was yeah. in high school when I wrote a lot of those songs. So I just think about the people that I wrote them about. And like I'm going to love them forever. Oh, God. What was your Cringy. first boyfriend's name? Hamish. Oh, you didn't go the second name. Usually first... First, Blake. like boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, I thought maybe on radio I shouldn't say no, his but, full name. You know, that's the thing you always remember them. Like when you talk about past, Hamish Stewart. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. You yes. always go first. But we and called him. Name. Um, he was a New Zealander, so we called him Mush Mush. Mush Mush. Mush Mush. Yeah, and he called me Mus Mus. <laughs> it is so, so nice cute. to have you back on the radio. And we were just talking before about like futon. We're like, oh, we've all just got memories of it. 
Yeah. yeah. Everything. Just Everyone had such one, a student they? thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is, yeah. isn't it? Mm. And they get passed around. So mm. it was always, and I found with my mates, whenever we found girlfriends and moved in, then your single mates would get the futon, mm. and then the yeah. same thing again. It's pretty gross, really. Yeah. Oh, like, disgusting. The things yeah. that those futons have seen. Yeah, if you burn them, the spirits <laughs> rise up like an exorcism. Yeah. 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 Um, and you're going to be touring with Ed Sheeran as well, which is really I exciting. I am, yeah. I'm doing his March Australian tour with him, which is just crazy. Like, the, the shows are going to be 50,000 seater venues. Mm. And, um, yeah, I've, I've got to up my game. You don't have to, well, you, you can do whatever you want because is it weird hearing him go that he had a crush on you and he's seen you perform before? Yeah, yeah. I think he saw um, a live um, DVD of me yeah. playing right. at the Sydney Opera House when he was, like, 13 or 14. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's pretty crazy to think that he was inspired by my music back when he was a little, yeah. little tacker. It's going to be different for him, though, because he's thinking, oh, hot Missy Higgins coming on tour. It's going to be really good. And then you're going to roll in with your with your husband and the kid running around. <laughs> yeah. gonna go, well, he's got a wife now as well, rumour has it. So yes. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Seen with a ring on his finger. Yeah. 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 Text I'll be getting all the goss. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> but you haven't actually met him before? I haven't. No, no. No. Uh, he's been to Australia a few times and... Um, kind of mentioned that he, he liked my, my first album and that's kind of gone come back to me uh, <gasps> along the grapevine. But yeah. um, no, I wouldn't be I'm, there I when you guys to meet him. for the first time. I know, it's going to be slightly awkward, yeah. I think. <laughs> Has he ever referenced you in the song? Because he, he does that a fair bit. He, he referenced Gabriella Chilmi. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, never referenced me, no. He will after this. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I want to get a Ned Sheeran song. Jeez. What does now, it take? This is another thing I was, I'm reading here that we've been told. You sold over a million albums. In Australia, mm. one million albums. Mm-hmm. Now that would—that's physical albums too. No one will really ever get to that again because no one bought, really buys CDs. I've still got both of those CDs in my collection. Do you? Yes. Anymore? Is that was that is that kind of cool to know that people used to go into a shop and actually flick through and look at it? And... Yeah, they still do. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's there's all still online a lot of record. Now. No, there's there there's still some really great record um, yeah. stores out there, especially indie record stores. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a definitely a changing world. I mean, so many people are streaming these days. So when you're trying to gauge how many people are listening to your music, you kind of have to look at the streaming services yeah. as well as the downloads, yeah. as well as the, you know, the illegal downloads. It's all yeah. part of yeah. this, yeah, this kind of algorithm that you've got to figure out. No more Thursday night insanity lining up. Remember those manky headphones yep. that you'd put In on? the booth? Yeah. Yes. And then yeah. you press that the never button. worked properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and all the in the in-store performances, I mm. miss them, you know, when bands would be like releasing their album and they come and do a few yeah, songs. Yeah, I miss them as well because that's when I used to do my first MC gigs. Oh, really? Yes, it's always at the Westfield yeah. or any oh. of the. Yeah. Aren't we so old? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't really that old. Ago ago. Did you ever get at those in stores? I remember when, we, when you host them, you'd always get one or two people who would turn up to get a signature on their CD mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it had been burnt. It was a oh, stolen yeah. burnt copy. Yeah. And yeah. security would swiftly come in and then drag them out and go, sorry, you can't get that signed unless you buy one. <laughs> was that always awkward when they'd turn off and do that? Yeah. That, there weren't that many of them, though. But I did. I, I, I used to have kind of occasionally friends would, would tell me that they um, 
they l- really love my album, they listen to it, but but then they'd kind of let it go that it was a, a burnt copy. No. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> you great, can't tell it? me you're a fan, then tell me you listen to a burnt yeah. copy. Yeah. Of my album. Like, give me the money now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Futon Couch, it is available now. Um, after you do the, the Ed Tour, you'll do, do your own tour around the country as well? Yes, yeah, that'll be announced very soon, actually. So that'll be coming up in a couple of months. All right, very exciting. Mm. Well, uh, lovely to see you. And yeah, nice um, you when Thanks you come back me. with Ed, you should come by, come by again. Yeah, for sure. You guys will yeah. be besties then. Besties. He will have written a song about me already. Mm-hmm. You yeah. should write one about him. Go in first. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a point. Nice to meet you, Ed. Here's, Here's a song, song about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Missy Higgins on the air. Lovely to see you. You too. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There's things we're thankful for and there's things that we're not. I'm thankful for my kids. I love them to bits. But yesterday, my son, after he finished school, we sort of do a lunchbox check because he doesn't really eat all his food. And I thought, ooh, yummy banana bread. Why would he leave that? He normally likes banana bread. So, well, there's no point wasting it. Might as well get it, start eating it. And I said to him, Finn, why didn't you eat your banana bread? As I swallowed it and he goes, oh, no, I wanted to. It's just I dropped it on the floor and my friend stepped on it, so it had germs on it. <laughs> Well, you didn't notice that it was squished into an, within an inch of its life? Clark's making bottle. banana bread now. <laughs> the water bottle just fell on it. He goes, too many germs for me. Thanks. But new things. Grass. When you get it right, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. You know, you see, you know, there's always someone in your street and their lawn's just pristine. Yeah. You think to yourself, who's their gardener? Yes. Or he must be retired. Mm. Or why is his lawn always so perfect? I don't really like mowing the lawn, so it annoys me that it grows. But then every second day, when you hear a lawnmower start up, <laughs> it's just like, I know. You know, I don't yeah. need you to give me your message. I know my neighbours have mowed their lawn three times since I have. My house looks like the crack den, and I've got three cars parked on the front of it. So thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Yes? Stop collecting cars. Can't help it, it's a hobby. <laughs> hey there. My cat. I have a uh, container home that I put my beer bottles tops in. Oh, what do you collect them for? Just to stop me leaving them around the house. My wife got it for me. So oh. Clear things and see in Oh, man. Oh, it's great. Like a little game for Stav who can't put them in the bin. That's yeah, cute. I know, right? Mm. It's amazing how that 44-gallon drum just works <laughs> in the middle of your lounge room. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a feature, you know? Like, is that a feature wall? We can't see past it. Oh, that's just a container. Oh, is that just from this week? It changes each week. It's like a moving one. That's a lovely glass house we're both living in there. (laughs) (laughs) But when my cat knocked it off the counter in the middle of the night last night, and I heard it clearly, and I knew what it was, and I thought, well, there goes my morning, Mm. picking up 20 bottle tops (laughs) from the floor. (laughs) How's FedFast going for you? Good? Real fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. 
Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. There we go. We're done. The podcast all sorted. Uh, any extra business anyone wants to discuss? That is not banana bread based. <laughs> <laughs> banana bread's just cake though, right? It, yeah. is, it, it is. is. In the shape of bread. It's just yeah. cake. What about carrot cake then? It's Where, still what's cake. What's your stance on that? No. It's still cake. Yeah, and that, But that's got the icing on it too. But it's, they're all just cake. Yeah, but why what, don't you they call it? What, you think they're healthier? Mate, well, why don't they call it banana cake? Well, I, you know what? It's, it's a good question mm. because they, they don't actually have like a bread. banana cake because they lo- put it in like a, you didn't want to talk about it, but you just came into it. No, hey, didn't no. you? You, do, you don't bake, do you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> At all, ever. I didn't know I'm you were such a baker. I was going to be a chef. What else do you bake? I, uh, I sometimes bake, uh, we bake cookies. Sometimes we bake cupcakes. Cool. Um, and then we put the icing on. Can you bring them in from now on? Yeah, if you want. Yeah. yeah. Do you do that while what your I, wife's out the back mowing the lawn? Yeah, she does do the mowing. <laughs> what I do like about baking is it's precision. Because you have to be very precise That's with your measurements. That's what I hate about yeah. baking. Yeah. And otherwise, because yeah. it doesn't work. doesn't mm. work. Also, guys out there, don't sift. There's no point in sifting. Sifting no one sifts anymore. No, it doesn't do anything. Why not? What's the, I thought, why, used to why sift, sift um, if you're not meant to? Just to get out the clumps. I, cl- like clumps. Um, nanas do it because it's very important for scones. Mm. So I disagree with that comment that you just made. For scones, I think sifting is very important. No, still don't have to sift. Do you make scones? No. Bring in a scone that you make. I will. I will. Scones are very hard. I don't think you bake them. There's not much difference between scones and damper, is there? Yes, there is. Is there? Yes. Mm. Hey, we've got a review. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a review here on our podcast. And I'm, does it say it'll, don't? It'll, it'll be our last four-star <laughs> review, I reckon. Uh, Shaz and Kyle yeah. have yeah. gone on 23 hours ago. Please leave a review um, on our podcast. Um, as many stars as you want, write us a message. We will read them out on air. Uh, love the show. Love the podcast. Love having friends uh, in the car to and from on the way to work. Do you know what I don't love, though? Ooh. What? Having to wait a couple of days for the podcast to be loaded. Oh. I've heard that from heaps of people. Yes. Do you think it goes up straight away? It's not a good day without my daily dose of Stav, Abby and Matt. It should go up every day, but I've heard I that a lot of did. people have said, oh, you're not up to date with it. Well, oh, hang on. Social Scotty, who uh, works on our digital side, is going to come do the walk podcast, in. Do st- walk up to the mic. No, it's Adrian that does it. But if oh, look they... at you throwing him under the bus. Yeah. What, a yeah. do- what a dog. <laughs> no, he's really good at it, and it's online every morning by 11 o'clock, so two hours after the show. Then what's, uh-huh. what's wrong with Shaz's internet? Sorry. So you saying that she's you, lying? What you need to do, you're not a liar, Shaz. You're a great person, and thank you for listening. Instead of using iTunes, download the Hit 105 app, and it'll be there like within five minutes of going online. But will we still get the ratings for oh, yes, iTunes yes, if it's yes. on that? Okay. Oh, so you... On top of that, but like we, this podcast doesn't just stays between us. Yeah, we make more money from people listening on the app too. We make money. Do we make money in the podcast? Money? Yeah, we like it doesn't get passed on to you, but <laughs> we're <laughs> aware. <laughs> like we, Abby, Kaz, and I do. Yes. Yes. So why, would, why, would, why would we get money passed on to us for the Stab Abby and Matt podcast? I don't know. That, that makes no sense. <laughs> I, I get it. We don't deserve it. a good point. What have we done? We haven't done anything. Well, we don't. We exactly. haven't done anything. We're okay. baking. Exactly what we're we're baking. This is why I have to make my own banana bread. Everyone can uh, hear anyway, this. Anyway, the hit app on, on the App Store, okay. Android. Thanks, Scotty. Now let's all listen to a guy walking backwards out of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Scotty. Bye. Uh, All righty. Thank you, everyone. Leave a a message for our podcast. We'll read it out. Tell tell the bosses that we should get money for this. Uh, That's never going to Well, that was short-lived revolution. Thanks, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Stav, Abby, and Matt. Stav, Abby, and Matt.